Smokers Jams with your host, Mocha Sister, writer, poet, and podcast host. I curate this series where I talk about poetry, literacy, and offer some interesting poems. Um, most of the poems on this platform are either mine or traditional poets or untraditional poets. Uh, and poems that are in the public domain, which gives me right to utilize poems. I'm not taking copyright of these poems. They are being used for entertainment purposes only. And it's fun for me to like delve in deep. And I'm a former teaching artist. Uh, If you don't know that by now, I taught poetry in the Chicago public schools for many years and um, had great times with the youth teaching grades K through 12. Uh, So I got a lot of my students published and I'm big on advocacy for that. So I hope that you enjoy this show. Go get your coffee, your little wine. I'm not sure what time you're listening to me, but I do appreciate you being here. I see that you're here. And also, um, welcome to South Africa. There are a lot of countries that actually listen to me. And every time I look at my analytics, it's it's so cool to see like people from Israel. And only 80% of my listening audience is actually United States and everybody else is out of the United States. I have over 15 countries listening to me here on this platform. So I appreciate you guys. I remember starting off maybe a year and a half ago doing this. um, And I do this for enjoyment and fun. um, And and I appreciate you along with me for the ride. So sit back and relax. Welcome my friend and my brother and sister in poetry. And uh, we're going to get into moon poems today I decided I wanted to do moon poems and maybe I will write one because I'm like I don't think I ever wrote a moon poem anyway we gonna get into this our first poem uh, from the public domain which means pretty much you can use it for entertainment purposes I'm not using this in a song or anything Um, just highlighting this great work by Robert Louis Stevenson. He was born in 1850. He died in 1894. And he was born in Scotland. Um, This poem is called The Moon. The moon has a face like a clock in the hall. She shines on thieves on the garden wall, on streets and fields and harbor quays and birdies asleep in the forks of the trees. The squalling cat and the squeaking mouse, the howling dog by the door of the house, the bat that lies in bed at noon, all love to be out by the light of the moon. But all things that belong to the day, cuddle to sleep to be out of her way, and flowers and children close their eyes, till up in the morning the sun shall arise. What I like about this poem is that it's simple. There's uh, some eye rhyming. You look at some of the words, it's like hall and wall, mouse and house. Uh, but then you have some off rhyme like eyes and arise. Anyway, this is a cool short poem about the moon. And, you know, in October, people talk about <laughs> beauty and harvest. So this is a part of the earth that he's talking about. And I hope that you enjoyed it. The second poem is from Jean Toomer, born in 1894, died in 1967. 
Um, Gene Toomer is the author of Cain, a book of prose and poetry describing the people in the landscape of Georgia. Evening Song is the name of this poem. Full moon rising on the waters of my heart, lakes and moons and fires, clone tires, holding her lips apart. Promises of slumber leaving shore to charm the moon. Miracle May Vesper keeps clone sleeps and I'll be sleeping soon. Clone curled like the sleeping waters where the moon waves start. Radiant, resplendently she gleams. Clone dreams, lips pressed against my heart. Evening song. This is such a beautiful and sweet poem. I like the use of, you know, you know, figurative language, you know, where you can see some things that he's talking about. He's talking about lakes and moons and fires, but he's talking about somebody close to him that goes to sleep and is, he starts describing this person who is sleeping and he's saying that he'll be sleeping too in, you know, paragraph two. Paragraph three, he's using his poetic writing to explain to the audience that his loved one is curled, sleeping, and gleaming, and dreaming. I just love it. it you know, like with a song, it's, it feels like this poem, to me, is, is kind of lyrical. And I, I like the, the use of everything that he presented here. The next poem is by E.E. E. Cummings. Now, what I like about E.E. E. Cummings, born in 1894, died in 1962, another poem from the public domain. Um, his real name, his full name, is Edward Estlin Cummings. He's known for radical experimentation with form, punctuation, spelling, and syntax. He abandoned traditional techniques and structures to create a newly, highly, uh, interesting means of poetic expression. Whenever you see a E.E. E. Cummings poem, you know it's him because the way he lays out his poem is, is not traditional at all, and that's what I love about it. So this is another moon poem. It's called A Mores Three. There is a moon soul in the blue night, amorous of waters, tremulous, Blinded with silence, the undulous heaven yearns where intense starlessness anoint with ador, the yellow lover stands in the dumb dark, swelf and urgent. Parentheses, and again, love I slowly gather of thy languorous mouth, the thrilling flower. Whoo! <laughs> I like the way that this poem is laid out. Like visually, you see that he kind of breaks the sentences and puts certain words, like maybe two or three words on one line, and then he moves over. It's not a paragraph. It's not, uh, it's not using big capitals. It's just a very unique way of laying out his poem. And I love, I love that about E.E. E. Cummings. Last poem is by Oscar Wilde. Born in 1854 and died in 1900. 
He was born in Dublin, Ireland on October 16th, 1854. So his birthday is actually in the month of October. He attended Trinity College in Dublin from 1871 to 1874 and Magdalene College, Oxford from 1874 to 1878. At Oxford, he received um, a prize, the Newgate Prize for his long poem, Ravina. Uh, he also became involved in aesthetic movement, advocating for the value of beauty in art. This poem is called Impressions. One, less silhouettes. The sea is flecked with bars of gray. The dull dead wind is out of tune, and like a withered leaf, the moon is blown across the stormy bay. Etched Clear upon the pallet sand, the black boat lies, a sailor boy clambers aboard in careless joy, with laughing face and gleaming hand. And overhead the curl, curlews cry, where through the dusty upland grass, the young brown-throated reapers pass, like silhouettes against the sky. 2. Le Flute de la Lune to outer senses, there is peace, a dreamy peace on either hand, deep silence in the shadowy land, deep silence where the shadows cease, save for a cry that echoes shrill from some lone bird dis disconsolate, a corn crack calling to its mate, the answer from the misty hill. And suddenly the moon withdraws her sickle from the lightning skies into her somber cavern flies wrapped in a veil of yellow gauze. I hope that you enjoyed episode 46 here on Mocha's Jams. These poems are very interesting and I, I like that everybody has some uniqueness and not the same type of formats in the poems and just the the language how rich and delicious the language is and how they bounce off of your mouth depending on how you present it and I love the figurative language of course that's been used by each of these poets I hope you enjoyed it as well I'll talk to you soon in the next episode of Mocha's Jams <laughs>